If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And every time I hear that intro, I think, wow, that's uh, that's amazing. They're, they're, intro- they're introducing me. And you're, I'm, I'm so grateful to be here with you. Uh, you're listening to voiceamerica.com, where we are the leader in live internet talk radio. And like I said, I'm so grateful to be here with you on the flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're going to talk about the power of gratitude in advance. And um, connect with us with uh, BraveHeartsForKids.org, our sponsor, and the, the website for Bravehearts for Kids, BraveHeartsForKids.org. Uh, you can email me at missionspecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org, and like and follow us on Facebook, Bravehearts for Kids Facebook page, or connect with me on LinkedIn. Today, we have a special guest here in the studio, uh, Sherry Sarver-Johnson. Sherry is the uh, CEO the uh, 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 executive director, if you will, of uh, Brave Hearts for Kids, pediatric cancer charity. And uh, she's the self-described mad scientist for, for mad for make a difference. And, uh, you know, I've never seen her angry. So it's a, it's a, com- a completely uh, uh, different uh, take on mad scientists. So welcome, Sherry. Hello. It's good to be here. And uh, we're going to be talking about gratitude in advance. Wow, that's, um, you know, it's, it, I, I remember writing some stories some years ago. And one of them was, was uh, it was a story that I wrote about 10 years ago for five years in the future. So uh, what, it, what that means is uh, if uh, the things that happened in that story would have happened about five years ago, um, you know, one of the things that... Um, I like to uh, re- recollect is uh, Albert Einstein's uh, quotes, and you know, you know, I have so many favorite quotes, and one of them is, "Is uh, uh, time is an illusion, albeit a very persistent one." Yes. So today we're going to talk about gratitude in advance. So you're uh, you're a, a, a real proponent of the idea of being grateful uh, for things that uh, I suppose most people would say, "Well, that hasn't happened yet." Yes. Uh, I actually learned this technique, I think it was about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, and made it really serious for myself because I, you know, I kind of heard about it before, but then it started to make sense to me. And so I, I do a practice picking a future date. Like, for example, I'm going to be doing a date that's off one year in the future. So I'll be picking like January 1st of 2021. So this December I'm working on putting together a gratitude list, a list or letter for January 2021 and putting myself in the mindset that I'm in the future. Mm-hmm. And how did my year go? Mm-hmm. And think of it like it's already happened. That's a, that's, yeah, that's a really uh, different way of looking at a different uh, perspective on that because uh, most of the time I think when we think of, of um Goals and and uh, lists of things in the future is like things that we w- want, 
Yes. And going back to the idea of, you know, why I made it serious is I started to actually see the science behind it. And apparently uh, our brain, you know how I love to talk about the brain, lays down neural networks for things that have happened. Mm -hmm. And the difficulty is that a lot of times we don't have a network for the things that haven't happened. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel real to our brain. Mm -hmm. So it kind of steers us away from accomplishing that because it feels like a fantasy or it feels like it can't happen or whatever our mind can come up with. And it's simply because we don't have the neural network laid down and putting ourselves in the future as if it had happened tricks our brain into creating those networks that make it more likely to happen. Yeah, it uh, tricks your brain or trains the brain, right? Either way. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, you, know, and I, you know, there's a spin on that. You know, training the brain is, uh, is, has maybe more of a positive sound to it. And what I'm thinking is the, uh, you know, when you, when you think about like a vision board, for example, mm-hmm. and uh, many of us do vision boards and we have something on the vision board and they say, we would, we, we see ourselves, uh, you know, driving that new pickup or, uh, well, Oh, that's really, you know, I mean, yeah, or whatever or, or, it is, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. piloting that new Learjet or whatever yeah. it is. And you know? a lot of times we see ourselves, but we, we're like projecting mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. in the future. We're not feeling like it's the future is the present, we're thinking mm-hmm. of the future as this distant thing. And our, our brain can tell the difference between something that's happening or has happened mm-hmm. and a future goal, and they're both useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I love to do is mix it up in the letter. So I'll put things in there that have actually happened Mm -hmm. that I know have already happened and probably will happen next year. And so, so it feels more real. Okay. And um, another spin on this gratitude letter is to actually look back now over the past year. And I know you do this, you're Mm -hmm. a big proponent of doing this and look at the things that we've actually accomplished. Look at the people that we're grateful for, that we appreciate for maybe not necessarily milestones that we've reached, but the feeling of of appreciation for whatever did happen. And it mm. can be something as, as simple as I had a great cup of coffee or tea this morning. or And it puts our brain in a different gear. Mm-hmm. And that gear, um, when I get in that gear, then I can more easily then go to the future gratitude. Because mm-hmm. I've started with what I know actually happened, and I'm in that state of feeling like life is good, and it's just fuel for so there, creation. So there's a mixture of things that, uh, in this letter, there's a mixture of things that uh, are, are regularly occurring, and uh, that you're that you're already grateful for, and then the things that uh, that you're uh, looking for uh, achieving yes, in the next yes. year. Yes, and yeah. it just. For for me, it just puts me in a different mindset mm-hmm. that's much more powerful to start from in creating the future letter. Oh, you know, I, I, in, in the, the the stories that I've written, um, what I've done with that is I I put it into uh, a story form, and I, I call it a narrative. And I, I say, you know, I'll I'll describe a day in the future, and I'll I'll put it in in uh, in such detail that I can remember it as if it were a memory even though it's mm-hmm. something in the future and and so a lot of a lot of what what that is is things that that I know that I'm already familiar with you know I woke up at 5:39 a.m. and uh, went to the window and and the, the sun was shining and turned on the coffee and I had a had a warm cup of coffee as I felt the rays of the sun on you know mm-hmm. just all those detail and the sensations 
uh, of the um, of that time in the future, but it's it's also um, it's it, those are very familiar things. Mm-hmm. So you you can when you when you have that sense that um, that this is something I recognize, this is something that's familiar. The way it's been working for me is that man, that that really is a good. Um, it, that's a good way to do it with the narrative. And I hadn't really thought of it as a blend of things. You're just yeah. like, well, that's just part of the day. The brain loves familiarity. So mm-hmm. the more we can make what hasn't happened feel familiar, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that technique is mixing with things that have actually happened so it is familiar, mm-hmm. and we can overlay that feeling then on the things that we may be stretching for that we haven't ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the reality is we also have a logic part of our brain right. <laughs> that's going to come in and it's going to say, ah, you know, the odds on that happening. Time out. <laughs> yeah. That's about uh, 1,000. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, the ch- chances of that happening are like one in a million, whatever. And uh, so anything we can do to sort of help uh, dim that voice or turn the volume down mm-hmm. on that is useful. And um, so by... By getting into that state of mind first where it feels familiar and so forth. And then another technique that I use, I know you get really detailed. I go more to the feeling of having something have having have happened. Oh, yeah. And it leaves room for that logic of my mind to go, oh, yeah, I can see that this might happen. I don't have to predict how it's going to happen. It, you know, specifically, like, is it going to be sunny in the morning? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, all the things that I wouldn't be able to predict, I try to leave them out mm-hmm. because it just helps me with that logic part of my brain that's going to come in and go, you know, what's going on here? No, no, no. What I find is that is by, by having that story, having that narrative of something that happened five years in the future, 10 years or, or what have you, it's, it's something it's exciting for me to, um, to go through some of the details that maybe are things that I don't necessarily really want to do and make them things that, that I want to do because you know what? I actually have already done them from that mm-hmm, perspective, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very powerful. Yeah. So, what are what are it, 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 give me an example or uh, tell us an example of something that you're that you're writing about now? Oh wow, you're gonna put me on the spot. Okay. Too. okay. Uh, um, well, you know what? Let me talk about how much time do we have before we go to break? Uh, we got about four minutes to break. That uh, I, I was going to. I was going to bring in too. one of our projects that we're doing with Brave Hearts for Kids. And um, having just talked about how powerful it is to be in that state of gratitude, it's one of the most difficult things for people to access mm-hmm. when the world is falling apart, when your oh, child yeah. has cancer or you have cancer or mm-hmm. anything is devastating. And we, you know, we feel like we've fallen off the cliff and nothing is working like we imagined it was going to work. That is the most difficult time to access gratitude and the power of gratitude. So one of the projects that we have with Brave Hearts for Kids is just a very fun thing. Uh, we get together with volunteers mm-hmm. and we create gratitude cards that uh, we color for the children mm-hmm. and then they're blank on the flip side. And the gratitude cards are hung on something called a birthday tree, which we could go into the history of that, but mm-hmm. I'll skip that right now mm-hmm. to get to the point of it. And the birthday tree is something something that the child has in their room, and they can write very powerful statements on there that they're truly grateful for now, like having grandparents or having uh, made it through one day of treatment mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And it's a way, it's a kind of a gamified way mm-hmm. of tapping in to that power. And 
many, many, many studies, scientific, spiritual, all kinds of, you know, people have focused on this. We're not the first people to come up with this. And the overwhelming conclusion is, is something, there's very, there's something very special about getting into that state of gratitude. Well, it's the power of positive thinking. I think that's 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 part of it. And say, uh, you know, and a power uh, positive thinking and hopefulness, um, uh, which which is um, you know uh, among the most powerful emotions and uh, forces that that we have, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, the birthday tree is a, a really uh, a very interesting project. Um, it, uh, it it originated with the Bravehearts for Kids, and I, I think uh, Adrian is the patriarch of the uh, yes, organization. Uh-huh. Um, his his granddaughter uh, was the was the little girl that um, uh, inspired the organization. The original Braveheart, I think, you know, she had mm-hmm. the really brave heart. She's a you know she's a miracle child as a middle schooler mm-hmm. now. But Adrian had the idea of the uh, the birthday tree, which is um, a, a tree. I, I think of it as not like a Christmas tree. It's the other kind of tree. You know, uh, but it's uh, it's a tree that that uh, you hang ornaments on, and the ornaments represent something significant and special in the life of the child. And uh, I know uh, other volunteers have pointed out and said, you know, it, you know, you, you put one of those. I, I, I describe it and say, you put one of those on each day for something special that happens. And they said, you know, every day, any day could be mm-hmm. special in mm-hmm. the life of your child when they have cancer. So right, right, um, and it's a perspective. It's a perspective that's very powerful, and it's uh, probably not the easiest one to get into. So, anything we can do to help help along those lines, uh, that's just you know one of the auxiliary things that we do. With yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Brave Hearts for Kids uh, at BraveHeartsForKids.org, terrific organization, and uh, you know I describe Sherry sometimes as the heart and soul and brains of the organization. I'm the feet and the mouth. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I love this I, visual. <laughs> you know, I, when I go places, I talk to people it's about like the, It's what, like the blast from the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an hair yeah. in a butt. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I guess you can say that. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I made a blast from the past reference at uh, at a social event uh, uh, last week too but uh, uh, you know when we start talking in movies uh, uh, you know it's the time in the future I'll only be 82 yeah you know uh, <laughs> and uh, hey if you recognize that one uh, email me at uh, mission specialist at braveheartsforkids.org uh, uh, we're doing top 10 quotes on the 30th um, and we'll have more with uh, Sherry Sarver Johnson from Bravehearts for Kids she's the mad scientist mad for make a difference and we will be back with you on the other side of 60 seconds stick with us become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. 
Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reingold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. And today we're talking about the power of gratitude in advance. Uh, with Sherry Sarver-Johnson, the mad scientist, mad for make a difference. She is the chairperson of the board with uh, Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And you can check out the uh, Brave Hearts for Kids at braveheartsforkids.org. The the spotlighthope.org is the flagship service of Brave Hearts for Kids. And also, uh, you know, email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. And especially if you have a great story about, uh, you know, something that inspires you, something that um, where you have someone that inspires you, we're doing, uh, we're really getting in deep with some social enterprises and, Talking, you know, my. Uh, if you've uh, been listening, you've you've heard me say many times that every truly successful business in the third millennium will be some kind of a social enterprise, and I I really believe that. You know, I I do a lot of work. Uh, we do a lot of work with employee engagement, where you know, getting. Uh, 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 retreats for uh, what we call a re- return on engagement retreat. And uh, companies that have done that, they see people stay longer, so they have less turnover, they have more enthusiasm, uh, greater productivity, and they get along better with the other employees. So they have better teamwork and also greater productivity because of that. So all of that results in lower costs to the businesses and, of course, greater profitability. And, uh, you know, with a nonprofit organization, you don't have what they call profits, but they do have margins. And we do work with organizations that are nonprofit organizations, social enterprises, to, to make sure that they're successful because those missions are really important. And the mission specialist, you know, like I said, I don't fly the rockets. I just make help make sure that the missions get accomplished. Well, you know, Sherry Sarver-Johnson is the chairperson of the board of Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And uh, I, I say she's the heart and soul and brains. I say, you know, the, you're the heart and soul and brains. You really fly that rocket, you know. Thank make you. things ha- happen with the Brave Hearts for Kids organization. Today we're talking about gratitude in advance. And uh, you know, I tend to talk, 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 talk because most of the time I'm, I'm on the on the show, and uh, I don't have uh, a, a guest. And uh, well, well, you know, I, while you were talking, 
I was looking at your wall <laughs> and I was saying like, be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. And this is you. This yeah. is how you live your life. And it's really kind of cool to see that, you know, it's kind of like your inner sanctum here with all that. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I like to be practical and I, I know that there are things that get in the way of gratitude and it might be useful to talk about some of that, some little yeah. things that, you know, we, we've faced and we've overcome and we still face because we're all human and how do we how do we face that so that we can truly tap into that power of gratitude mm-hmm. uh, because it's not as easy as it might sound sometimes so um, I was wondering you know what some of your thoughts might be on that like what might be some of your personal techniques well for- the, you know I, I, I spent the last couple of weeks I, I uh, did the um, personal retreat shows. And two weeks ago, so we were talking about the idea of beginning, gratitude is the beginning of all good things. Mm-hmm. And looking back on the year and saying, you know, instead of say, instead of starting with what more do I want, mm-hmm. uh, look back and say, what, what, what has been accomplished? What, uh, uh, what are the good things that have happened this past year? Mm-hmm. And I think just about. You know, really just about anyone can say there was there, there were good things and it's um, uh, we, we were talking a little bit about uh, Victor Frankl uh, before the show and I remember doing a, a presentation about uh, about Victor Frankl and and he he compared um, he compared suffering to uh, the behavior of gas in a cylinder uh, in a, in a, in a chamber. And he said that, um, uh, if you pump a certain amount of gas into a chamber, it completely and evenly fills the chamber, um, regardless of, of the same way human suffering, suffering is, is, is like that. It, in that it, suffering completely and evenly fills the humans, the, the mind, and the soul, regardless of whether the suffering is small or great, and uh, I thought that was so significant because you know Victor Victor was um, uh, one of the great thought leaders of the past century, and I I thought if it applies to suffering, might it not also apply to gratitude? So that uh, gratitude completely and evenly fills the mind and the soul, regardless of whether the gratitude is small or whether it's great. So if you have, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm really glad that uh, those little red and white soft mints are available at so many counters mm-hmm. these, you know, I mean, how many things that do you have tiny things to yeah. be grateful for? Right. And, and sometimes I think it can be counterintuitive because we're so goal oriented that there might be, this could be one of the things that gets in the way of really tapping into the gratitude, mm-hmm. is there can be an idea in our minds that if we're grateful, we're going to be complacent, and we're not going to be going forward, we're not going to be going for those goals, because, you know, we'll just be like, oh, it's great, you know, look how great it is, we don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And actually, the studies show the reverse is true. Yeah. And I was just thinking, trying to think of an example of how... Um, like an analogy mm-hmm. of how that would work. And I was thinking of being at the at the DMV and how it always, you know, I'm not trying to slam that them per se, but it always seems like there's an endless line 
And when you, whoever you're dealing with, they're not in a hurry. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's something of a stereotype. <laughs> right. of the, of and, the and, but then I was yeah. started thinking, it's like, you know, it really doesn't matter how fast they work mm-hmm. because it doesn't make a difference. Again, you know, we're talking about getting our brain to key into making a difference. Mm-hmm. So if we key into that, it doesn't matter and it doesn't make a difference. That's the demotivating factor. And sometimes we can fall into that trap by having so many goals that that's all we're focused on. It seems like there's just an endless line of goals. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how fast you pedal. You're never going to give your brain the satisfaction of having, you know, arrived, so to speak. Yeah. And so something I was reading earlier today, because I knew we were going to talk about this, is some studies that were done about that very thing. And they were saying that that gratitude gamifies the goal setting, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting, interesting twist, because I know you're yeah. very interested, you know, you love the game, you're like Mr. Gamification, <laughs> and it made a lot of sense to me, because uh, in addition to things we talked about before we went to break about building the neural networks, mm-hmm. you're giving yourself that reward, which you're going to want more of. Mm-hmm. So you're like, wow, look at back, you know, look at what I did accomplish last year. Look at what happened. Look, you know, kind of the reverse gap. What were the, yeah. What were yeah. the good things? Right? What are the things that did happen that, that were wonderful? And what are the milestones that we did reach? And uh, get, go ahead and celebrate that and then turn around and use that for fuel to then go forward and continue the, the reaching for the future goals. Mm-hmm. And then like we were talking adding the power of future gratitude as if it's already happened, then you've just come all the way around and you filled yourself with energy at that point. And now you've activated your brain to be looking for all the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the signals of what you can do and what's going to work instead of the opposite of, of it just doesn't make a difference. Well, and, and uh, you know, there's a, something that you taught me uh, some some years ago. Is, uh, we, call it, we call it the intention paradox. And it's the idea that uh, if you're, if you're, if you are happy, um, well, you, you don't really need to have goals. Why would you want to change anything? And, uh, and the, and the, uh, the paradox that, uh, if you have goals, that must mean that you're dissatisfied or unhappy with where you are. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Yeah. And that's because we have, we've, as a culture have this mistaken belief that happiness is a destination. Mm-hmm. It's actually fuel to reach the destination. And when we look at it like that, it's like, well, why wouldn't we want to be happy so we can have fuel? Yeah, we're Schweitzer. Yeah. 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 So, you know, then it makes perfect sense. It's like, be happy today. Be happy tomorrow. Be happy for yesterday. Because mm-hmm. that's the very fuel that's going to take you to your next level. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, uh, you know, I have a lot of favorite quotes. Um, Albert Schweitzer, um, chief among them, I suppose, uh, the idea that uh, um, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to mm-hmm. success. And he he also said uh, that goes hand in hand with that. Uh, uh, I don't know what your destiny will be, but I do know that the only ones among you who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found a way to be of service to others. And so we found that uh, happiness ensues from service, and it's it's something that that also goes back to Viktor Frankl because mm-hmm. uh, he he's he said uh, that happiness ensues. It's not something that can be pursued. Well, I suppose it can be pursued, but it it the the way it happens, it ensues. And the example the example Victor gave was was it's like laughter. You can't you can't make someone laugh 
just uh, ex- uh, accept to have laughter ensue. Uh, from, it's a side effect. It's a side. Yeah, yeah it, it happens because yeah. of something else. It happens yeah. because of the joke or yeah. because of the slapstick. Yeah. Sometimes we get that all backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, fantastic. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah. And so the intention paradox. That's something you know. The, the uh, uh, oh, one of those quotes. The road is always better than the inn. I think that mm-hmm. was Cervantes, and I don't really know much about Cervantes except that he said the road is always better than the inn, and it and it's it's the 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 travel the the uh, uh, the journey the is 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 really the joy in the in the trip and something we found in these uh, setting up a uh, uh, goal story or a, a visioning story it puts us on a path. Mm-hmm. But it's not that it has to happen exactly that way. Yeah. And to, yeah. to be aware of that, that's a that's a, a big key to it, I think, too, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's something I I read somewhere, I can't think of where it was now, it was saying that if uh if you think you'll be happy when a certain thing happens, mm-hmm. but you don't know how to be happy, you won't be happy because your brain doesn't even know how to be happy. It'll yeah. find a reason to be unhappy. And uh, you know, yet we delude ourselves into like We'll, we'll buckle down and we'll save, you know, our happiness and our good, good days for this future thing and all will be well at that point. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even taught ourselves to be happy. So when that does happen, if it does happen, uh, it's fleeting. It, it doesn't last because we don't have the ability to even handle happiness. Yeah. So that's that's another way of looking at it. And happy, you know, happiness ensues uh, because of service yeah. to others, and that's you know that's really part of the theme of Bravehearts Radio. You know, the idea that a braveheart is someone with the courage mm-hmm. to be of service to others, and it does take courage, but the the payoff is that from that courage comes uh, the reward of, of happiness, and and uh, it's in out of all proportion to the mm-hmm. effort. In my mm-hmm. experience, so. Uh, good stuff. We're uh, we're fixing to head to another break, and uh, we will be back with uh, Sherry Sarver Johnson, the uh, chief executive officer. Was it uh, chairperson of the board? Is chairperson of the board is the <laughs> technical term? That's the CEO, executive director, heart, soul, and brains of Brave Hearts for Kids at BraveHeartsForKids.org. You can check that out. Uh, but uh, we'll be back with you. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of six. 60 seconds. Talk to you soon. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. 
For more information, contact Brian Reingold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. So today we're talking about the power of gratitude in advance with Sherry Sarver-Johnson. She is the... uh, CEO, the chairperson of the board with uh, Bravehearts for Kids. Check out Bravehearts for Kids, our sponsor at uh, uh, braveheartsforkids.org. Terrific uh, organization. Maybe consider making Bravehearts your Amazon Smile charity this uh, this time of year. You can email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org, especially if you got some good stories, if you got uh, uh, something that inspires you, or if you got a, a, a social enterprise you want to talk about. We're setting up programs uh, for uh, through the end of the year and into next year. Um, it's uh, you know National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com. We're the great sponsors of Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And looking at today, the uh, 9th of December, it is uh, Pastry Day. Hmm. I believe I have a pastry uh, uh, waiting for me upstairs. And then Weary Willy Day. Uh, I'm not sure what Weary Willy Day is, but uh, you can speculate on that. Sounds like uh, possibly a, a, an orca whale that's tired. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, a couple of weeks from today is the, the 23rd. We'll have uh, uh, Festivus, Forefathers, Pfeffernus, and Roots Day. A lot of F sounds there. Pfeffernus, I'm not even going to try to spell that one. Yesterday, interestingly enough, December 8th, was Brownie Day, but also Pretend to be a time traveler day and we're talking about gratitude in advance and you know isn't that sort of Mm -hmm. like time travel yeah it is i was thinking while we were at break that sometimes i do that (laughs) about uh, being grateful it's kind of like the active it's the action of appreciation Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 uh, actively appreciating things Mm -hmm. and when you think about our life if we want the value of it to go up, we want to we want it to appreciate, and by mm-hmm. appreciating things in our life, we actually do make the value of our life feel more special. And I believe that has a long term effect of appreciating, of making our lives appreciate rather than depreciate. You know, I, I know um, uh, we, we have lots of little things that on a daily basis, uh, you know, Friday afternoons when I see that the uh, the lids in the garbage can are flipped over and I say, oh, the, the guys took the garbage again. And I'm thinking, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. You know, I'm very yeah. grateful to that. And, I, you know, it, it's, it's a job I've done. 
you know, when I was back in, uh, back in the day, back in college, I, you know, came home from school and, and uh, the guys that worked for the street department that picked up the garbage, they were on vacation between Christmas and New Year's. And, uh, you know, let me tell you, that's a good time uh, to be on vacation if you are a garbage man. It was also a great time to be uh, a substitute garbage man if you were a college student mm-hmm. that uh, needed a, a, a few extra bucks uh, working during the holidays. Uh, it's probably the biggest week for garbage is what I'm saying, you know, because uh, yeah. so, frankly, a lot of people were throwing out their trees and what have you. But, uh, you know, so I, I can relate to that. And, I, and I'm grateful that that people do that, you know, yeah. and and that's a service. Uh, remember Earl Nightingale? It's so easy to take all these things for all granted. All these things The library, the streets, everything, you know, you just look at it. It's like, wow. Yep, the opposite we don't of, have to grow our food. We don't have to. I mean, there's so much that we just have. It's just yeah. right there for us. The opposite know. of gratitude is to take something for granted. And, uh, you know, I, I, I remember, you know, another one of my mentors, you know, Earl Nightingale, and he had this uh, this idea of gratitude. And he, he said, um, he said, every time you look at your watch, you're being served by an industry that employs thousands of people. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't really think of that in, in those right. terms, you know, that there are people serving uh, in, in those industries. And, and he also said, try making your own fish hooks sometime. Mm-hmm. It's like that, that's something that's, if you've ever been fishing, it's like, okay, that's something it's, you know, you could surely take that for granted, but that's not something you want to try to make on your own. No. You know, no, so. That's for sure. Um, I know sometimes we um, talk about the personal level of our topics and then we also segue into how that could be applied at like a corporate level or a nonprofit or social enterprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that I personally hear a lot from employees that are not happy is they don't appreciate me here. I'm not appreciated. Yeah. You know, and that's uh, that is real um, easy kind of low-hanging fruit for a company to tap into programs where they can actually actively uh, have an appreciation program between the employees, between management and employees, because uh, that can turn around really fast if there's a focus on it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we do appreciate uh, the workers, but there's not a time set aside to really communicate that to someone who's who's working behind the scenes per se, and they might not have their name on the project or whatever. And uh, so I was uh, looking at some statistics on that, and mm-hmm. it's quite quite encouraging. In fact, uh, there's a whole program that Charles Schwab puts out and how the active appreciation turned around. They were already doing well, but really, mm-hmm. really translated to the bottom line. And that's all they changed mm-hmm. was having... They start the meetings instead of talking about the milestones and what's been accomplished in that sense that can be quantified. They pass the mic around and they have people just say, you know what, Mary, I really appreciated the other morning when you brought me a cup of coffee. Or, you know, Tom, thanks for helping me with this project. because You know, just Mm -hmm. heartfelt stuff. And it's not forced. So people volunteer of what's on their mind. And they say it's really taken off and completely changed the tone of the meetings from feeling like, you know, there's a few stars to everybody feeling like they really contribute. Yeah, that's, that's that sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? I know. It? It's, know it's, it's just like it's a simple thing and so powerful. Yeah. So it, it's not and it doesn't seem like there's uh, there's probably a huge uh, investment uh, either financially or of time for that. 
to, uh, to, to you're achieve still, that. You're having meetings anyway. <laughs> yeah. Now, how how is something like that measured? That's uh, that's something that uh, is always a concern for businesses. Is are you familiar with uh, with how they would measure the uh, the return on something like that's that? That's that's a really good question. You know, uh, there, I'm sure that there's many ways that it could be done. Okay. Uh, you know, you could just say how you were doing before and, you know, kind of look at it. And, and then also do surveys, ask people how satisfied they are at work, you know, how engaged, you know, you true. talk about yeah. engagement. Employee engagement, um, huge, huge area. And, it, it, you know, it's it, it just runs through every part of our life. Just taking a moment to not only appreciate, you know, ourselves, but really the ones around us that make our life possible. Yeah. So easy to, to just take it think that they know yeah. they don't always know yeah it's like you know when i when i when i leave the uh the the ups store when i when we do shipping you know and i and i'll 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 uh i'll uh, <clears throat> give a holler back say you guys are great you know yeah, i mean you and, can't hear that stuff enough you really can't <laughs> and and then you know if there's like a line of customers there and i'm and, and i'm not saying that just because there's a a, yeah, a whole line no, of customers i here. believe it goes a long way i know personally i, <laughs> I just love it when somebody <laughs> stops to appreciate me even though i might know they do it's it's just special to mm-hmm. to hear it. Yeah, well, it's um, you know, it's yeah. not a, I think one of the things that you said, you know, when you talked about uh, in the uh, example with Charles Schwab, you know, about uh, Mary and about Thomas, mm-hmm. that people are, you know, when they're named, mm-hmm. that's probably got something to do with it too, because they they say that that's uh, that's an important an important thing for people to hear, even if it's not, uh, you know, a, a plaque on the wall or something like that. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, they, they, they said, yeah, yes, they people said People are noticing so. you. Yeah. You know, people are noticing what you are contributing. Because usually there are a handful of, of folks in an office mm-hmm. who kind of seem to get all the credit because they're the ones who are maybe in the leadership positions. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the truth is, we can't do anything by ourselves. Yeah. We really have to have the help of those that contribute, and they're just as important. Yeah, try to tell time all by yourself without <laughs> that uh, industry of thousands of people. You know. Yeah, the, I mean, and this is you know, this life. is so simple that it's easy to overlook. It's it's just like mm-hmm. the simplest concept in the world. In my life, though, it has been, I would say, the most powerful. Mm-hmm. Even with like letting negative emotions go, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can be feeling some down about something or whatever, upset, and if. I can switch myself into a state of gratitude. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just gone. Well, you know that that's interesting with the negative emotions because I remember uh, you you had uh, given me a tip on that uh, again some years ago. And uh-huh. It was the idea that uh, you have a negative emotion and you just allow yourself to have it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that the other day. It's like one of the you know my uh, the, my number one thing that drives me crazy and gets me into the negative self-talk is I can't find something. You know, there was a piece of paper, there's a note. I know I, it, 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 it might even be something, in fact, the, the other day it was something, I believe I know what was on the paper, but I just wanted this specific piece of paper because I knew it should be somewhere handy. Mm-hmm. And and I'd, I'd probably outsmarted myself by putting it somewhere where, you know, it would show up exactly when I needed mm-hmm. it. But then I didn't realize that I would be needing it at, at the time when I was actually looking for it. And I had this really negative, <clears throat> you know, yeah. just aggravated with myself for that. And, and after I did find it, I, I, uh, I just let it flow through me. It's let it flow mm-hmm. over, and, and I, I thought, well, I'm sure glad I could, uh, you know, you know, mm-hmm. chew myself out or whatever <laughs> for, for the, but then let it go. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of us get trapped in the the cycle of uh, beating yourself up for beating yourself up kind of thing, and that you know that, that, that can thing, never yeah. end. 
but one of the things that I, I feel is important to recognize, and we're kind of getting off topic, but it does relate to the gratitude, is is we're human beings and we're going to always have some negative emotion. You know, there's going to be some disappointments. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some frustrations. There's going to be something. We can't experience life without it. Mm-hmm. And having a technique to just let it all go mm-hmm. is so powerful and gets you going back, you know, if you if you fall, it gets you back up faster. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's been gratitude, yeah. hands down. Okay. Nothing works like yep. gratitude. Yep. Well, it's, you know, it, and you say that, you know, we, we're always, we're going to have uh, things that, uh, that, that uh, get in our ways, that, that, yeah. that are walls. And, you know, whether it becomes a, a hurdle or a wall or, you know, what kind of obstacle it is. Or, it's kind of you know, us. feeling like you're dealing with stuff that shouldn't be that way, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be that way. You know, that's, a, that's a, a nice thing our logic likes to come up with all the time. And how much time do we have? Are oh, we, we got, okay. yeah, we got time. Uh, there was one, another thing that that just reminded me of, and this goes back to what we were talking about, the things that get in the way of gratitude. And I believe one of them also is when we're children, we're taught to be grateful, but we're taught in such a way, I'll just talk from my my own experience. Mm -hmm. It's not entering the state of gratitude. It's sort of a mental function of listing like it could be worse look at this person you know mm-hmm. you, you or look at these people that are starving over you know in china and and you have food you don't need to be grateful you eat it um, and it, we build up a resistance to gratitude because we're like you know i want this i want this goal and it makes you feel like it's being negated yeah. by by you know being grateful now and like we talked before actually is quite the opposite but that's something that you know it's ingrained in our social fabric is the sense of of doing gratitude like almost like like it's a chore and I just wanted to bring that up because mm-hmm. if we can transcend that thought and realize what a gift it is yeah. and it's not about you know, uh, being guilty. We should feel guilty because some people have it worse than well, us you, and, you know, the, and we're still striving for more and why, why are we, you know, that whole thing, that's not what this is about. What yeah. this is about is tapping into the goodness that actually is mm-hmm. and using that as fuel to go forward. And then like we're talking about the future gratitude, you know, then we can build that. And then, you know, we just get this whole positive cycle going in our head. Yeah. And it's a positive cycle. And yeah. that's what it is. It's to, to get things moving in the right direction. And then uh, and then uh, realizing, oh, you know what? I've got a whole lot more to be grateful for now, right? Yeah. yeah, and then it feels like life is just grand. Life is grand. Um, I think we could go on about that. It was something <laughs> that, that that came to mind, but uh, it it just passed through my mind. That happens sometimes. So um, it was a fast moving thought. It was a, it was a fast it was a it was a fast 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 thought. Um, you know, my just uh, before we go to break, I'm going to mention the last of my three great mentors, my dad. You know, and mm-hmm. one of the things that he said was, um, "A smile is the the best investment you can make because you can give it away." And you'll almost certainly get it back every time, mm-hmm. and that's true. You know, and it's something that uh, uh, you know I, I I practice that. I know you practice that. We do that. Um, uh, what, what did you say? The that I try to I try to remember that my my main thing. You're, is, yeah, you're just grateful, and you always tell me how grateful you are for me and the things I do, and it's just you know I really appreciate that. Well, the, my main thing is uh, as as you pointed out to me the other day is to lift people up. 
Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. uh, you know that's the that's the pinnacle in the idea hierarchy, the top thing that you know as Jack Palance would say, what's your one thing you know so we're going to be back uh, to close things uh, close things out today with uh, the uh, mad scientist uh, make a difference uh, sherry sarver johnson from brave hearts for kids uh, after the uh, the last break of the show and so stay with us we'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. And I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about the power of gratitude in advance with Sherry Sarver-Johnson. Check out our sponsor website, braveheartsforkids.org. Check out the flagship service of Bravehearts, uh, spotlighthope.org. You can uh, email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsforkids.org heartsradio.org and be sure to connect with us on social media too you can like and follow us on facebook brave hearts for kids on facebook and connect with me on linkedin making some terrific connections for first future shows through that uh, linkedin and uh, speaking of future shows just a a moment there uh, next week we'll have uh, craig and shelly larson from bismarck north dakota Uh, and uh, that show is the extra mile you know going the extra mile in uh, service and and happiness and and the the terrific work that they're doing in Bismarck. Uh, The 23rd of December, we have J.D. Gershbein, and he's going to be uh, uh, with me to talk about the uh, evolution 
of uh, social media. And uh, JD gave me the, the, the tip recently on uh, connect, when I connect with people on LinkedIn, we, uh, the first thing that we, we look to do is have a phone call because um, we have a lot more connections than ever before. And there's, uh, there's frequently you hear criticism about that, that they lack the depth of the, uh, 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 you know, lack, lack, the, lack depth. And, and so uh, we're seeking to turn that around. On the 30th, we're going to have the top 10 of the 10s at the closing out the decade of the 2010s with a top 10 of the 10s show. Should be a lot of fun. And uh, still uh, uh, collecting the emails and uh, notes from you, the listeners, on what you're t- top 10 favorites are uh, in preparation for that show. And then finally uh, on the, uh, on the agenda at this point is the uh, January 6th show with Dr. Carl Sovak. And he's coming back with a 2020 vision for 2020, the twenties and beyond. Wow. 2020, a lot of twenties there. I (laughs) I might have to revise my letter. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, uh, and and so the the letter is, I, I think the letter is a fantastic idea. And um, uh, how often do you do the uh, the gratitude letters, Sherry? Well, I, I've kind of gone nuts with it because um, originally the idea was to have a yearly letter that you make. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, occasionally if there's something that I really want to focus on and it's like, you know, maybe even this week, I will uh, write a quick little note, you know, for later in the week that like as if it happened already, sometimes even the same day, you know, that I do randomly. But for the letter, suggested that you do the year, the letter yearly and mm. read it every morning and every night. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I always end up writing little things in the margin because I think of little <laughs> details. That's a good thing. And sometimes it's like, oh, well, this already happened. You know, like as you start going through the year, it's like, bam, we hit that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, you know, that's such a cool, it's kind of like time. And actually, you know, actually yeah. yeah, bonus. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so you do uh, a yearly letter and update it uh, essentially daily then, yeah? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just, however, you don't have to be religious about it necessarily, mm-hmm. but the more you can do it, the more powerful it is. And there are days sometimes when I don't get to it or don't get a chance to read it. Yeah. And the days that I do read it, I feel a difference. You know, it's in, in that, that uh, all of, you know, there's something about that missing a day. Mm-hmm. That I know in in a lot of our cultures says, oh, I miss it. Oh, I'm just I, it's all over. You know, it's like yeah, I just get back on track the next day or whenever. Track, next tra- you know, yeah. sometimes uh, when you're traveling, you know, you're in a rush or whatever. You know, you just do it the best you can. Yeah. It's 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 something that compounds the the power of it compounds. The, yeah. the, the grain of rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the the idea that uh, you know do, do plan to do you know do it each day, but if you if you miss it a day, you know what that's 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 okay, you know. That, uh, that that stuff like you know that just happens that way, yeah. you know. So, but uh, the uh, the the power of gratitude in advance that essentially uh, that's uh, the idea of writing a letter to yourself or to. Well, it's kind to, of like I don't know if our listeners, I'm sure many of them uh, do keep journals. Mm-hmm. So I kind of do it like it was a journal entry from in the future mm-hmm. for the period of time that I'm looking forward to. So, like I said, like I'm working on the letter for January of 2021, yeah. as if it is January 2021. All right, very cool. All right, well, you know, um, we'll have to. Oh, we'll, oh, one last we'll, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. I do write it, and I I know this might be controversial, 
I do write it as if I'm writing it to a higher power of a thank you. A thank you for mm-hmm. da, 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 da. You know, and however people want to interpret that or or tweak it, you know, that that is one letter, thing that I do. Yeah. Letter 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 to God, letter to the universe, letter to Just my my thinking, higher power, letter to however, my higher self, yeah. maybe you know my future self. Right, that, that it's kind of that thing. part yeah. of me or God or whatever what, yeah. it is that um, we, we all pray to. That that's yeah. right. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week, Sherry, and th- and thanks to you out there for joining us. Uh, we've been talking about the power of gratitude in advance on Bravehearts Radio on the flagship Variety Channel here on VoiceAmerica.com, where we are the leader in live internet talk radio. Remember to check out our BraveHeartsForKids.org and follow and like us on Facebook, and also send me an email at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Please plan to join us every Monday at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Next week, we will be talking with Craig and Shelley Larson about going the extra mile. So you want to see what a social enterprise looks like? Be sure to plan and join us next week. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere, and we'll see you next week. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 